Today on our show, we're counting down the dumbest moments of 2022. That's right. Let's go, Paul. Welcome to episode 404 of the Countdown Podcast. How uh, how appropriate. 404. Error. That's what happened here. <laughs> my name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast. We count down things in order of awesomeness or today, stupidness, so you don't have to. And Wayne, this last show of the year <laughs> is the first show of our celebration and general shitting on the year that has been 2022. That's become like a thing, right? Everyone shits on the year now. <laughs> well, it's been a pretty rough three years, let's be honest. Oh no, look, 2020, there was a Netflix special called Fuck 2020. Yeah, but that, that thing was... That was, a, that was outlandish. Mildly amusing for half of it, and then they tried to do it again in Fuck 2021. Oh, yeah, Same kind of faux documentary style, and that was shit. I never watched any so of them. So run that to the ground, so please don't do it again, Netflix. That's enough already. <laughs> but what we're going to do today is we wanted to count down the top 10 dumbest newsworthy moments of 2022 so mm-hmm. i had to have hit the news in some capacity it can't just be the moment that wayne for example sneezed and farted at the same time you know forgot the kong <laughs> and godzilla <laughs> was it, was it, <laughs> kong versus godzilla was a godzilla universe movie oh that's right yeah this year of course yeah, yeah. but just as oh, look example. if we were doing that it wasn't wayne <laughs> saying for example that pop music just there means was popular. nothing wrong with that that was totally right <laughs> <laughs> Had to have hit the news in some capacity or another. And so we're going to just have a, a laugh in, in most cases and just shake our heads in in pain and worry for the human race in other cases through this week's show. We'll exactly. Have fun with that with us. And uh, yeah, otherwise, though, let's get into it, Wayne, on the other side of this segment, which uh, kicks off every show. It's called The Recount. Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? The recount is our mailroom, Paul. What did the mailroom came up this week? Look, if you look just on the comments from last week's show, I did mm. pretty well. But I have to say, Wayne, and I thoroughly, thoroughly think this, honestly. It doesn't happen very often. What's going on here? You totally won last week's show. Oh, did I? In my opinion, you, you, you did, and in the listeners' opinion, you did. Didn't get as many votes. Wasn't as big a show as some of them have been, but 37 votes, 21 votes to you, Wayne, 16 to me. So, okay. comfortable victory. Well done, sir. And I really think your your list and uh, your approach to the show carries. So, well done, you. Oh, kind of you. Thank you, sir. No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, cunt. <laughs> Grant Lennon from the Milk Podcast said, I could really get behind Wayne, so to speak, with the idea of stacking the five powers. Mm. I'm telling you, we're super cunts at the end of that that five you know list. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jonas Lander posted a link to a document from, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago where they're talking about how Superman could not sleep with Lois Lane because it would kill her. Yeah, it'll blow up mm-hmm. back of her ass. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Stuart from the Stew's World Order podcast said, got to go with Wayne, despite the fact that he kept trying to double or trip up some individual <laughs> powers. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Packler said, got to vote Paul, as teleportation would be my choice. And he recommended watching slash reading the Jumper movie slash Oh, I remember sequel. the Hayden Christensen stuff. Hmm. Mary Clement Hill said, Paul, teleportation, baby. I really, really, really hate driving. I think people do hate driving and, and shit. flying. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Uh, Troy's been the man who puts our list together every week. He, thank you again, Troy, for that. Said both had great lists, but as I've always thought, Reed Richardson would be a cool power, so have to vote Wayne. He wins. Stretchy penis. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we know what you and Troy will be doing should you ever meet up for a drink. <laughs> <See you there. laughs> Good All stuff. Right. Good stuff. So well done there on that win. And moving to this week's show then, the top 10 newsworthy dumbest moments. Just top 10 dumbest moments. Do that to each other. side of this music. Dumbest moments of 2022 is the subject of this week's countdown, Wayne. Do you Uh, want to take us away? Yeah, yeah. By the way, this was really... I know we say this all the time, but this is quite a difficult one for me. I didn't find it difficult. Yeah, you had a really good... You swung it, right? Yeah. Uh, But I I was... was, I was leaving things off. I've got things on here that I'm like, uh, some of the listeners in the Facebook community, links in the show notes, do get involved in the discussion that they put in there. I'm like, oh, I would have had this on there, but I didn't think it was... Funny enough to talk about. It was That's a bit the too thing. Serious. No, some of it, some of mine are too. They're, they're, and it's hard to get like because we're not a political show. No, and sometimes but there's, a there's political, political shit in yeah, here, right? and so I'm like, what do I do? Really? Yeah. So we'll figure it out. But uh, look, do you want so, to go? Look, trigger yeah. warning, offensive. Here we go. It's, as if you don't know, if you're listening, if you're new to the show, welcome. It's great to have you here. We Hello. can at times. Wayne can at times be <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> Did you say yes? Say I had a friend of the show. Who's noted friend of the show, friend of us who doesn't listen to the show, who's a noted bit of a feminist? She put up a joke that having a, a dig at men shopping on the day before. Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. I tagged you in on the response. Yeah. Oh, I missed the response. I, I wrote, and she's like, you know, sexist but funny. And I'm like, hilariously, that's Wayne's mantra when he comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, sick burn, man. Uh, it's not a burn. I sign up on that. <laughs> On her, I think she means. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Nice one. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah. Go All right, ahead. cool. My number 10, everyone. This is dumb. One, because it became a thing. It's probably dumber because I paid so much attention to it and dissected this issue to see it for myself. I'm talking about the spit. Oh, I found that way higher. <laughs> really? Oh, not way higher. So, and low, but not really low. Okay. So we're talking about Harry Styles. Yes, I found that here as well. Purportedly spitting on Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some event, and then probably, and that's probably a subset of the general furor and shit that went down with the "Don't worry, darling" like back stuff. But the the thing I'm, I think it was really dumb was the spit. So everyone, in case you haven't seen this, and of course you have, but it <laughs> at some function, Harry Styles walks up to Chris Pine, the premiere of the film, who's premiere of the film, yeah. sitting next to Olivia Wilde, and seemingly leans over. And spits on his well, lap. he's walking to his seat. Chris Pine's already seated. Yes. And he comes over there. And before he sits, he kind of bends forward and... His head jerks back a little bit. And it's seemingly something comes from his mouth. Can't tell what happens. Now, the big thing about this is that Chris Pine is clapping, stops clapping, looks down at what is either his lap or his sunglasses, which he does pick up afterwards. Because I've gone back and forth over this footage. <laughs> of course right? I have. Of course I have. I told you he's dumb, right? And he stops. He kind of laughs and sort of has this awkward, like, thing and then he picks up his sunglasses and then it continues on harry styles for his part sits next to him puts his back together jacket you know looks around how fucking idiotic is this i know we were looking for things and we we all will agree that the furor behind the scenes olivia wilde firing shia labeouf Mm -hmm. and then fucking harry styles apparently that's now done and (laughs) Florence Pugh having an issue with this and falling out with Olivia Wilde, wanting nothing to do with her during that comes to the premiere and then disappears, does none of the press. Mm -hmm. All that's going on. We all fascinated by this. I get it. There was no sign of Chris Pine nor Harry Styles being negative towards each other up until this moment in time. And let's imagine it. 
Wayne, have you ever been spat on by someone else in anger or, or derision before? Look, I want to say yes, but I can't think of a particular... It's happened to me in a basketball game. Oh, of course. Well, you right. people in the basketball, Jesus, I go down. the immediate response is you start swinging punches. Yeah. Immediately. There was no fucking wherewithal about it. It was just me and this guy got in each other's face. He spat on mine and I threw a punch at him. Yep. Simple as that. And off it went from yep. there. So... Much younger. Let me let me be clear here. Twenty five years ago, give or take. So mm. it wasn't like it was yesterday. I just want to be very very Hold clear. Hold it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way if Harry Styles spits on Chris Pine, he just takes that without reaction. I disagree, and oh. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Also, okay, okay good. Okay, you go first. You go. Okay, so first of all, there was not the world watching you, and not millions of cameras on you when you were on the Wouldn't basketball course. But now here's the other thing. All right, he's not fast <laughs> enough to get on his mind. No one can tell that was a spit. It's absolutely fine. Who cares? No worries. Well. Okay, Otherwise, he's a bitch you got spat on who didn't do anything about it. Yeah, but like, was it considered gaggy? What was the deal? Here's the thing that gives me the, gives me pause, Paul. All right, because now Chris Pine's people have expressly come out and and, and and responded to this. They said this is a ridiculous story, a complete fabrication, the result of an odd online illusion that is clearly deceiving and allows for foolish speculation. Agreed. There's, there's nothing but respect between these two men and any suggestion, yada yada yada, that you know it just doesn't exist, which would seem to be the case. However. I'm going to need some more intel because here's what happens, oh, Paul. Come on. Right? No, no, listen. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, that could easily have not been a problem. Have done top 10 fucking conspiracy theories this episode. <laughs> I know. That's the next episode. Um, <laughs> but then like... Hot damn! Why'd Chris Pine stop clapping, look down, laugh awkwardly, and then Harry Styles seems to be acknowledging the audience right after that. What happened? Was there someone catcalling behind him and he happened to stop like clapping and then look down where that... Where the, likely he, if anything, he said something which made him laugh look down. More importantly, Harry Styles, I fucking hate Chris Pine. I fucking hate him. I want to fucking... On the middle of the world stage, like you said, with all these cameras pointing at him, he's going to choose to spit on him? Well, no. The, okay, and then, but then what about this? I don't know how Hollywood people are, Paul, but... We know enough about them to know that if that actually had happened and it had been proven, Chris Pine's now walking around telling everyone, yeah, he fucking spat on me. Was, Harry Styles ain't working again. I don't know. I think he'd fucking do fine. Nope. People do way worse shit. Nope. Look at Kanye. No, not to... He's still not, working. <laughs> not to another star. You can get away with... Uh, we'll talk about maybe Kanye yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit later. You can get away with dissing the common person. You can't get away with disrespecting a power player in Hollywood. You can take a mic off Taylor Swift and still work. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, no. it's... it's it's. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I'm, I'm not married to the idea that this really happened. Didn't but happen. what did fucking happen? And why was it so coincidentally compelling? At least for me. So, <laughs> you know, I thought it was... And that's why it's dumb. Because it's like... Ludicrous. I'm dumb for, for following it and giving a yes, shit. the fact that you're trying to just defend it. But like, I, I reckon I, it happened. Because I want to know... It's more that I want to know what happened. Well, look, so, you your know. people can ring Chris Pine's people and we can get the definitive answer. Okay, let me just get them on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good number 10 And I said a little bit higher on my list My number 10 is also to do with the movies I had no idea how to order this list I really struggled with the order It was more like uh, And I don't even know what my rationale was I guess I went with the closer we get to the top The more personal it felt to me the Yeah, more, the um, more attention I paid to it Yeah, the more annoyed or angry Or just shaking my head in consternation I got For me, The Rock And his defense of Black Adam uh got to make this list. Here's the thing, right? Yeah, I, I agree, because him gaslighting the entire world to try and say, no, no, it really was su successful, and the effort he put behind that, because it was a personal project of his that he's been working on for like 17 years or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah. It got a bit sad. It got really awkward and embarrassing, especially when, okay, look, Dwayne, full power to you, 
you're one of the most popular actors in the world. No doubt. Certainly not one of the best. And <laughs> you are making squillions of dollars. You're, you have more money that you could probably piss on right now than Absolutely. I'll see in my entire life. Most definitely. Full credit. Well done. But when you're championing the fact that this film has made money or it will make money, ha, fuck you. Yes, we're the best. We're right up there with... With Iron Man or Captain America, Winter Soldier, whichever one, not Winter Soldier, uh, First Venture. Can't remember which one he compared it to. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, You're missing the mark. Yeah, You're missing the mark for several fucking reasons. Really obviously. Number one, inflation. Yes. Number two, you're tied to the project. No one's going to believe you over Variety, who is an independent source that says this film is going to lose Warner Brothers somewhere in the order of two hundred million US dollars, or if you prefer, two hundred and seventy-eight million Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. How are you then championing this made made 50 or 100, whatever he was trying to suggest in his tweets and his posts to Instagram and all the rest of it? You're wrong because you're ch- he's factoring in merchandise and streaming rights. No one does that. The whole point of box office takings is tickets sold. Well, I'll tell you something else. Captain America didn't, didn't cost as much as fucking Black Adam. Like there's no Correct. way there was a two hundred million dollar movie, and then there's comparing Bockers off its receipts. You see what I mean? It's just like yeah, it's I mean, it's dumb. dumb. It's dumb. So dumb, and that's why you made this list. Well done, Dwayne Johnson. Clearly, now James Gunn and Peter Safran have put the kibosh on you, and that is the end, at least of this version of Black Adam. We'll talk more about this in an upcoming choice of mine, shall we say? Ooh. But yes, that is a subset of that list. Right. Absolutely. Uh, my number nine. We just can't get away from movies because that's who we are, people. Right, I've got a couple more on there. Oh, me too. Um, my number nine is Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Had I remembered, this probably would have made my list. Yeah. Okay, so Jennifer Lawrence is receiving blowback, shall we say, because she said that she's talking with Viola Davis in the in Variety's Actor on Actors series, and she's she claims basically she was the first woman to lead an action hero movie. <laughs> Her exact quote is, I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. Because- what is your major <laughs> malfunction, numbnuts? Because we were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead. And so it just makes me happy every time I see a movie come out that just blows through every one of those beliefs and proves that it's a lie to keep certain people. She's basically saying she's a trailblazer by being the first female action lead. Now, now... It's so tough, especially for Paul, who is the biggest Aliens fan there is, saying that, because people are pointing to Sigourney Weaver, uh, Linda Hamilton, Linda Hamilton even so, Uh, although you could argue Linda Hamilton was the second lead in that movie. Nevertheless, no. But she's a female lead, that's action, so there you go. You know what? (laughs) I've seen some of the memes that come out of this, where they pasted Jennifer Lawrence's face on Sigourney Weaver in the... What do you call it? Power loader yep. from Aliens, yep. and on T on Linda, Linda Hamilton when she's you know <laughs> cocking in the full fucking yep. camo, not camo, black, yep. riot gear and shit in T two. I mean, what a fucking idiot! It was just, she's since come back because here's the thing, right? Like, is there any way she actually thought that? Like, this, is, was this a misspeak of some sort? Because you never know, unless you see the unedited tape. You never know. Well, she said that she's come back since and said that you know, because uh, you know, the, like you said, the internet responded with its usual restraint, and <laughs> <laughs> and she said um, that's not what I meant to say at all. She said, uh, "I know that I'm not the only woman who's ever led an action film. What I meant to emphasize was how good it feels, and I meant that with Viola." to blow past these old myths you hear about. She said she was just addressing the chatter you would hear. That's not what she said. 
No. That's not what she fucking said. <laughs> that's her people, her agent, her whatever else, her publicist got in here and said, here's how you spin it. Exactly. And then it's like, mm, that's not too convincing. But it was just a weird thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me some J-Law. I choice. love me some J-Law. But, you know, this was just a, hey, it's the type of stupid mistake I'd make. But not really, actually. Not really. <laughs> Even I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Wayne, trailblazing male like, podcasters talking like, about movies. I'm so glad that there's a first Asian lead in an action film. <laughs> Really, Chow Yun, fathead? So, anyway, there you are. <laughs> All right, get away from movies here now. My number nine is political. John. So, we won't get it too okay. much we're, into We're expanding it. the show. Keep going. But let's imagine for a second, Wayne, that you had been the leader of the free world, quote-unquote. Mm. You'd been the president of the United States, and then when you lost the subsequent election, you tried to decry it as being... Stolen yes. from you yes. by some fucking cabal of superpowers that you didn't have any control or, or knowledge of, <laughs> and then continue to petulantly plead your case for the subsequent what's it now been two years, mm. and then you decide I'm going to renominate anyway on the platform that yes it was still stolen from me so I'm going to correct that wrong by running again. Where oh yes this is dumb enough, but when you're in. Not entire, because there are some people who have tied their, their cabooses to Trump's. Some? There's many people who have done Not that. Not as many. Not anybody more. No, compared to what, what I'm... Again, I'm only going what I read online. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's not like the rest of the world's going, hey, whoa, or the rest of America's whoa. No, people are going, well, maybe Republicans should get back in, but I don't think many of them are thinking Trump should get back in, particularly when this guy from Florida or whatever seems to be the new thing. The centrist. Yes. Yeah. So, even his own party... Immediately came out saying, "Well, it's not a good look." Yeah, I, look, it's not I, a good look. And, I agree. Oh, oh, gee, maybe we should. You need to let that go, and he won't because he's the ultimate fucking narcissist. It's already like you know. How you said you didn't put any Kanye on your list. I so you wrote that somewhere. I didn't put any Trump on my list Fair for enough. the same reason. Fair Everything enough. he says is a this fucking. One, this, the difference between Trump and Kanye for me is Kanye is targeting particular people. Mm. Whereas Trump's just an all-around fucking idiot himself. Yeah, there's no sense. doubt about that for me. But so he's um, no, no, yeah, he's racist and the rest of it too. But yeah. not in the way that Kanye is. Here's the funny thing about this, though, right? I agree with everything he said, but I've agreed with everything everyone has said, even when he won the presidency, and then every subsequent thing he did that was seemingly mind-blowingly weird, but still happened, and still he did it. You don't understand, right? The only reason he believe well, I don't know from my from my from what I can see, right? He's doing this stuff, and we're like, I can't believe you're doing that. But you people who love Trump, holy shit, do they love Trump, bro? He released NFTs. Yes, they stormed the fucking Capitol. Yes, he released NFTs of artwork, cartoons of him like being Superman and having yeah, shit like yeah. that, and they all sold out. These people will pay hundreds of yeah. thousands but of dollars for this shit. Three hundred and seventy-five, whatever it is, three hundred fifty million uh, Americans. Not enough of them love him enough to believe the shit that he was spouting before. But we, but we thought that before he won the first time, Paul. We thought there's no way this guy's going to win. So who the fuck knows? I, I, I could I be wrong. and Maybe I'm reading the, the opposite leaning way publications. But from my understanding, he won't be the presidential nomination for the Republicans. It will be this other bloke. No, no. That's that's the ideology here. Yep. Uh, and so I don't think he'll win that either. But like, um, So I'm not worried about him being the president again? I don't believe that. Like, But it's, what's amazing is that. He's, but he'd have more of a chance if he could just let that fucking go and just say, you know what? Lost that one. Here's what I've learned. Here's his problem. His his strategy is not a strategy. It's just whatever pets his ego. Yes. So yes, for him, he's an, the ultimate narcissist. Exactly. So he'll push forward this. But the thing is, it worked in the past, Paul. Mm. It worked one time. No, no. Well, it didn't work the most significant next time. Yeah, but it worked once. It shouldn't have worked at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, but again, one win, one loss. If you're only as good as your last game, he lost. Yeah. 
and but and it doesn't. And he's not learning from that. Is my yeah, point. yeah, no, absolutely. Hence so, the dumbness of it. But all. Th- that's why it's so bizarre because the fact that it happened at all is already sounds like we're in a matrix. So, <laughs> anyway, there you go. There's our political port. All right, my number eight is a lot less consequential, but as a guy who has been in the ad game for a couple of decades. I can tell you this is quite interesting. Mm. You're familiar with the fashion brand Balenciaga, Paul? I'm not. Okay, so it's a very ritzy fashion kind of brand. And what they did in November, not, not just last month, they um, dropped a holiday ad campaign. It's for a children's line of clothing and stuff like that. Except they had the kids holding bears, like stuffed bears. They're actually bags that look like bears. And the bags have bondage gear. The bears are wearing bondage <laughs> gear <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing actual like leather straps and chains and studded things held by kids. Held by kids, little like child child rangers, like little like you know, it's nuts. It's, it's worse. Actually, I'll show it to you, Paul. Yeah, it's really weird. And the, and the actual bear like bags themselves are really creepy looking with creepy oh looking God. eyes. I know. And in 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 subsequent campaigns, they've even had weird things happen. Like there's um. In the background, there's poorly conceived like like documents that are against child child porn. Really weird shit like that, right? And oh, I'm like, good. No, but, but it's but, about. But what are you doing? No, but why mess, why is it message? in the why is it there at all? Exactly. And so I'm like, what the hell did they, and they've since like apologized and said it was this person's fault, it was that person's oh, this fault. This person's fault. Someone fucking signed off on it. This is some our, ad company came to them and said, here's our presentation. Yes, Someone this said is, this. I can tell you, this is how it works, and I've done this a hundred times. You start with a brief and you give it to an ad agency and you say, I want a campaign like this. I'm yep. going to need these types of assets. Click, 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 click. They will go hire the art director, the photographer, the this, the post guy. And then at the end of it, they hopefully come up with like images that you like. And as the marketing manager, you sign off or whatever, right? It goes through at least. Surely, though, when that comes back, you just go with. First, take a big step <laughs> back and literally fuck your own face. And Absolutely. kick them out of the room. Yes, because but that's the weird thing. That's why this is one of the dumbest things that happen. If you come back and you go, "Hey, this kid's wearing a has a bondage teddy bear that looks creepy," and what's with that document that's poorly concealed in the background? No one's radar went off. No one just went, "Yeah, this this couldn't be a problem at all." There's like, and even the they even interviewed the parents of these kids. Okay. Well, oh, you're blowing it out. Of I'm the sure I've mentioned this before. What feels like an appropriate time to bring it back up? Go on. I used to work at a university. Yeah. In WA called Curtin University. Yep. And. We're talking a long time ago now. I want to be really clear on this. This is a long time ago. No one who is who was responsible for this near fuck up is still at the university. So we're talking 25, maybe 24 years ago, mm-hmm. give or take. Late, late 90s. They wanted to rebrand to Curtin University of New Technology. I was just going to say that. <laughs> that was No, they did it, Paul. No, they didn't rebrand. Didn't they pull the trigger? No, they, they, they did pull the trigger. Okay. They did. This has been documented on Triple J. Yeah. I've heard the story again 12, 15 years later. Uh-huh. It got all the way through to printing out. I can't imagine the money, the money they spent. But that, that means out. it's been approved. Yeah, it was approved. It didn't get out to the public, but it got all the way through to someone. And I, the story goes that some junior member of whatever, like looking at the logo, whatever, and goes, do we not want to rethink the acronym here? Yep, acronym. <laughs> Curtin University of New Technology... Was was for a while, and you know what? Even though it didn't get all the way to the public, everyone has talked about it for twenty years yeah. in in Perth. So we've got Cunt University, <laughs> and this <laughs> this happens. A, a more, I was in I was in a um, a dojo, like a uh, <laughs> it was a ninjutsu. I used to be a fucking ninjutsu when I was like a teenager. Yeah, and uh, they were called the W A Ninjukai Academy or Wanker. <laughs> 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 so it happens a lot more often than you think. <laughs> yeah. 
Very good, very good. So, yeah, no, that's the, yeah, that's well, that's well known WWE lore, everyone. Bizarre, bizarre decision by, who was it, Balenciaga? Balenciaga. Balenciaga, yeah. sorry, yeah. okay. Shows you how much. They've I've... had some shit with Kanye as well. All kinds oh, of shit goes gosh. on with this stuff. All yeah. Right. All right, very nice choice, at least, and dumb, dumb, dumb. My number eight, he's where I had Spitgate. Ah, Spitgate. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, my number seven is oddly, well, it's got a little bit to do with Paul, everyone. Uh oh. Not really. Um, it's not meant to be personal. <laughs> no. Not um, newsworthy. Well, in Wayne's mind. <laughs> people, uh, you may not know this, but uh, one Paul Brazula used to play uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> and I've played a couple times with him as well. Yeah. But Paul had a clan and everything, right? Clan. So, clan, if you call it? Like a, yeah, whatever, uh, right? Exactly. Well, funnily enough, I don't know if you know this or not, Paul, because I imagine you haven't played it in some 20 or so years. <laughs> mm, sounds about right. Although we are talking bringing it back. Uh? Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, let's see what you think of this then. Okay. Um, oh, no, I did hear about this. Yes! The, the, now, this I think is dumb, people. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm an old man sh shouting at the rain, but what's happened is Dungeons & Dragons, in the interceding years since Paul stopped clouds. playing it... I think you shout the clouds, isn't that it? Clouds? Rain, rain. Shouting the rain. Uh, like right. a mad I've heard man it different. singing. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's come under fire for being racist because... Ah, oh, God. Look, people, I want to be woke. I want to be with you. But I think I draw the line at protecting the the emotions and the rights of mythical creatures. Okay? Here's what happens here, right? Basically, it's a long-term thing. In in Dungeons and Dragons, when you roll up a character and you choose your character class, whether it be an elf or an orc or your mother snatch, each you can't of those choose that one. <laughs> each of those classes have different attributes. Like one is better at swinging an axe and one is a dwarf. You get all these like bonuses, right? Yes. Now, it's come under fire in recent years for Having that, they think that's racist. Right? Oh. I'm like, fuck off, man, right? And also, even more recently, this year, they have now abolished the term race from when you when you when you describe the character. So what is it? Ethnicity, species. Okay, okay, well, species. Jeez, it's it's more wrong than race, isn't it? I just call it ethnicity. Exactly. Or... Well, it's not ethnicity because that means you're from a different yeah, place. True. But like, here's the thing, Heritage. though. Heritage. Right? It, there's nothing better than race, right? But they just because race has connotations. Like, but I'll tell you this, people: if you banish the word race, not racism, well, thank, but race, right? Yeah. Then you can't even use the word racism. You have to say species. Well, you banish now. the word race, you can't have any kind of event at the at the Olympics. <laughs> race as it pertains to this, but right. I still think this is dumb anyway. So, like, I'm sitting here going, really? So now you can't even use words that pertain to something that might eventually be like a this has gone mm. a little far people again i know i'm an old man i know all that shit's going on but like what these things don't say when you're 57 man okay i know by comparison you're right I, i'm not going to call myself stop calling myself old until yes. i'm actually old yes. but by comparison here like at what stage does it stop these characters and races don't exist so maybe <laughs> they're not going to be offended i don't know well. i don't know <laughs> Wow. They've done studies, you know. Sixty oh, percent of the time, it works. Yeah, you're an asshole. Every time. <laughs> so, um, yes, I guess my my number seven is the word race being abolished in AD&D. AD okay. Stupid ass shit, people. Right. Well, I've got to tell you, if we do get the game going again, I'm pretty sure we're not going to bother with that change. Fuck no. By the way, are you real? Oh, uh, we had it. We had. A very Were you brief, and the boys? Very brief discussion about it. I want it to happen. I might do. I, in the one or two games I played with you, I had a great time. <laughs> one or two, he says. It was every third week. But anyway, moving ah, on. <laughs> I remember the two games because I rolled up this it would be very, paladin. It would have to be, <laughs> be online. You being a paladin. <laughs> what is a paladin again? Uh, lawful good. Oh, 
No, everyone wants to be chaotic good, Paul. Yes. Yeah, anyway, go on. You, you missed that. You missed that boat for sure. Uh, my number seven comes back to the, I think this might be on list two based on a comment that you made earlier. In our review this week, we talked about Glass Onion and how one of the characters there might be a thinly veiled swipe at Elon Musk. Oh, yes. So I could just go with dumb decisions throughout, but basically buying Twitter, then running Twitter into the ground. But then most importantly, this is how every billionaire should make their decisions as far as I'm concerned. Put up a tweet saying, I will abide by your decision. And if you want me to step down as CEO of Twitter, I will. And he loses the poll 57% to 43% on the back of 17.5 million votes. This, what a fucking idiot. That is so dumb. It dude, hurts my brain. This is, this is my number six as well. Right? Oh, okay, we're right here. So we're right here. Now, I don't know what's going on with Elon and this idea Good here. luck working. Okay, here. because the $44 billion price tag that was set for Twitter was set and and Elon's like, okay, 44 bill, that's cool. He starts, no, that's all, not all his money. He starts raising money for that. He'd, he'd be a cornerstone investor. He'd have a big chunk of it that was his, sure. but it wouldn't be the whole lot. So then he says, okay, well, you guys assure me that only a very small percentage of your users are bots. And they're like, cool. So he does it and they, you know, they sign it off. And then during his due diligence, it comes back and it says, hey, there's a way bigger percentage of bots than you guys told me. It's no longer worth 44 bill. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He then tries to rescind on the sale. And they go, fuck you, and they fucking start... Go to court. They, yeah, they go to court, and they enforce the sale. So he's now paid... But all estimates that I've read is that Twitter's worth about half that amount. Ooh, right? damn. So that's a big burn. This is considered that's the worst... dumb as well. Why would, you do, why would you sign something before you've done your due diligence? Because he thinks probably that it was conditional upon this happening. Yeah, I know. I don't know how this works. So right? I made the face of, what? Yeah. I, look, I, I balk at making a $200 purchase online, let alone $44 billion. I mean, even if I had $44 billion, I'd think a few times. But I'm sure he did. <laughs> but here's the other thing, right? Now, here's, now Elon is often hailed as the Tony Stark, the real-life Tony Stark. A lot of people say that, right? And so Do he's I? like... Because he's the richest man in the world. Mm. And... Recently, Dave Chappelle... No, not anymore. There's some shake. shake I would have thought it would always be some Arab yeah, dude. Got, but anyway... Took him over. Dave Chappelle brought him up on stage like two, three weeks ago and said, hey, everyone, he thought it'd be a cool thing. Elon Musk is in the room. Everyone, the richest man in the room. There were then 12 minutes of booze. Right? Really? Yeah, it was, you start, the video's online. Look it up, right? Wow. Dave Chappelle doesn't even know what to do. He's like, oh, a lot of booze, a lot of booze. These are all these motherfuckers you fired, Elon, trying to make jokes about it, right? Because it was in Silicon Valley. It was in Cali, whatever. And um, he actually could, Twitter. Yeah. Is, yeah. And that's what he, and he was like, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything, Elon. It's okay. We all, and he was trying to play it off. That nothing happened. And this is the thing about Elon Musk. I thought he was this. I used to think he was a visionary. Oh, he wants clean this. He wants us to meet Martians. He wants all this sort of shit, right? <laughs> Turns out, if you look at his career, he's actually a bigger media hound than a lot of people. He was, it was a very big part of all of his things was, I want to be in front, of the, in front of the limelight. I want to be the guy who does this. So there's an ego involved with it, which makes it less like, attractive to me to be this guy. But his whole thing... Of course there's an ego involved. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. I'm no shrink, but I, I thought maybe he'd be a quiet achiever because he looks a little like on the spectrum. Goofy. You know, yeah. He went on Sunday Night Live for Christ's sake. Uh, so yeah. Look, all I've got to say is this: you live by the Twitter poll, you die by the Twitter poll. Fucking dumb. You think he can turn it around, Paul? You think he could do that? Because apparently he's. What are you going to do now? You, you've said it. You put it out there. It's not overwhelming, but it's clear cut. People are like, "Nope, you can't run this company. Give it to someone who can." He's got to now follow through, right? Well, he can still. Yeah, you're right. He can still like. Um, hey, he'll still control behind the scenes. He'll put a puppet in. Yeah, he'll be on the board, so he'll have a controlling interest in the yes, board. Well, so. just slightly, given he owns the whole fucking company. Well, him and his investors, yeah. Mm. But he'll be he'll have the controlling interest. So yeah, I know. If I was him, I'd actually do it, because being a CEO sucks, man. 
Especially when it's all lamelight like this. Never done it, but yeah, he's been on a hiding nothing ever since he took over. So been very, very poor. Well done, Elon Musk. You've made our dumbest moments of 2022. So that was your six. It was my six. So it's back to me for my six. It is. <laughs> what? It's almost too dumb to talk about. Oh, that's good. It's perfect for this list then. Almost too dumb. Now, obviously, it's been a big year for the royal family. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you could probably take your pick of moments, really, from among it's them. It's a tough one. It's been a tough year for them, too. They've lost lost their, their matriarch. matriarch and the Queen of England and our Queen as well. But no, obviously, I'm not talking about that. That's not dumb at all. That's, no. that's sad. That's I mean, we all get there eventually, and she lived a, a long life and worked almost all the way through to the end, which is not something many of us can say, so respect to her for that. But gee, she had a bitch of a daughter-in-law. Talking about Meg. Megan Markle. Mm. Now, take your pick at the way that she and Prince Harry have taken Amy everyone and everything to do with royal life. But for mine, the crowning dumbest moment was when she said during an interview with The Cut in somewhere around late August, early September, that a South African cast member on the live-action adaptation of The Lion King had compared celebrations in South Africa when she married Prince Harry to Nelson Mandela being freed from prison. Come on. (laughs) You know, this is the thing, right? When you get grandiose like that, and I I don't know if it's a thing because I used to watch her in Suits, and stuff like that, you know, the TV show she was on and stuff like you know, and all this sort of thing. It's like, I don't know if it's baked in that you have this sort of high opinion of yourself because you were an actor. And it wasn't like she was the lead either. She's actually the least, least interesting character in that show. Well, I've never watched it, so I'll go with Trust what you say. Me. But look, all I heard you say there basically was the equivalent of, this is the dumbest <laughs> shit anyone ever said in the history of, and I don't think I'm exaggerating here, time. I'm sorry, but Megan has taken that cake. She is now what that quote is referring to as far as I'm concerned. I mean... Can you believe... Saying that in public to someone, especially then when the only South African cast member on the Lion King remake was like, I've never met the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got something to say about this whole thing, all right? She's the way she is. It's it's reprehensible what she said. I understand. But you know who I blame? Harry. Oh. Harry is pussy whipped like a motherfucker, okay? So he's all the royal family. Heritage, decades, centuries, generations, that's his family, okay? She swans in with her presumably really great pussy. And so, like, he's all like, you know, I think I'm going to fuck the entire, like, monarchy off. I'm going to piss off down to LA where you live. I'm going to chill with you for however long. And that's how I'm going to do it. So he cuts all of his ties. And basically now, seemingly, uh, he g- gains income and so on from speaking appointments and all those sorts of things, right? Well, well I'm sure never, he was It's not going to be short of a dime. Let's, let's no, he's never, that was never going to be an issue, right? But he's allowed his woman, this woman to come in. <laughs> Say dumb whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? For his, sure, she's his woman. She's his woman. She's a woman. No, she's his woman. That's they got married, oh! bro. It's the same as he's her man. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. All right, just don't, uh, just, just don't get woke on me, Paul. All right, this is fine. He, he, I'm uncomfortable with the views. His of wife, all right, his <laughs> wife. Okay, Paul's a pussy, everyone. All right, so <laughs> his wife comes in, basically throws her weight around, has some fucked up shit happen with her family that is just kind of yep. embarrassing, and then she's like, you know, fuck all these people. Why don't you leave your entire family, come over here with me, and fuck them all off? I can't I imagine mean, why you would. I can't imagine why you would, and I can't imagine. What is going on with that? Because like you, you're sitting here. Like this is Prince Harry, who's served for his country and all these sorts of things. And frankly, he's probably the most popular prince. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Again, because of her, he'd still be the Ranga cool prince if it wasn't for did, this shit. Did you? I haven't watched any of it, but one of my staff members was telling me the other day that she started watching a bit of the, the Harry and Meghan fucking Netflix special. And on it, he was like, and "That's when 
when he screamed at me and I was scared for my life. Oh, kiss like, my ass. Which one of you two has served in the armed forces? That's right. Exactly. Which one of you could rip the other one's asshole in three? <laughs> I haven't seen it either because it's too long. But oh. apparently it is the most PR-ass fucking thing ever. They don't address any of the really bad issues that purportedly were done by these two people or her. Of course or the, not. They don't, it's all about, oh, it's mean, it's a full-on PR I thing. would suspect that the Weird Al movie is a more true-to-life <laughs> depiction of events <laughs> than what this is in this TV show. Yeah, the one where he dates with Anna. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually mind-boggling in terms of like, remember, like uh, US listeners, Australia's under the Commonwealth. She is our queen, effectively. So we have not a Meghan we, Markle. She ain't. No, no, not sorry. The queen is our queen. The king is now our king. The king is our king. Exactly. So we sort of probably pay a bit more dialed into this than maybe the rest of the world. I don't think so. I think the rest of the world's all over this shit. They are lapping it up. Yeah, because it's because you know she, they they abandoned the UK to move to to America, and mostly people are just like, oh my god, not. It's the, because they're probably the most famous monarchy there she's, is. She's got issues quite clearly. Oh, yeah. I don't disbelieve some of what she says, to be honest, but this was an absolute fucking fabrication. She got called out by John Carney is his name when he just never met her, never spoken to her. What a bunch of shit. So stupid, right? And but, he, like, why bother? People on the ground in South Africa were like, the fuck. <laughs> so that's why it was my sixth <laughs> dumbest moment of 2022. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well, my number five, everyone, is probably as political as I get. Do you know, Paul, what's going on in China these days? I've heard bits and pieces, yes. Okay, so essentially, um, it's a whole big thing, but basically the dumb part of it is the, is the, is the measures taken by that government. So mm. everyone, if you don't know, China's economy is sort of in trouble. It's got a lot of implosions going on. For example, certain banks and so on are in yeah. such debt that to um, building companies, which they lent a lot of money to at high rates and they can't pay it back, that they actually have restricted the customers from taking money out of the ATM in that bank. Can you imagine going to the APN, hitting up the cash for a, for a quick date poll or something, and then beep, 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 no, you're fucked. I can't even be funny about that, that's awful. No, it's awful. And then you can actually find footage online uh, of actual like build it like high rise buildings like 10 of them in a row in one same just boom 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 getting like imploded because they can't be finished. And people are uprising, they're even refusing to pay their mortgages, and the dumb part is the Chinese government is going, no, there's no problem at all. <laughs> They're like that oh, meme of the, the dog in the fire. The Chinese government says there's been 20 COVID-related deaths since ever. Dude, that whole thing, this has now switched. Because people were protesting about all that shit. Now they're protesting about zero COVID. And so, no, like, no, no, that, that's done. That, yeah, they've no, abandoned they, it. Now they've abandoned it. Yeah. But that's because everyone was just chucking a shit about it. And they were closing people down and not computing. And I just think to myself, it's, it's amazing like how much you can... like Because there used to be that you could only... Oppress you could only control an oppressed society like this to do that, but now they're fucking fighting back, you know. Right. There's, and a, there's a pretty famous quote. I think it's from George Orwell. Yeah. And if it's not, my apologies, but it says, "We are all only one power failure and three meals away from revolution." Yeah, that seems about right. Although they've had more than that, <laughs> but it took a while. But yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. And that's why I guess on one hand, if, you know, anyone living in a first world country where you don't have the same problems, be thankful. Everyone's got our own problems. It's fucked up. But on the other hand, like, holy shit, look at this stuff, man. And you've got a government that won't even acknowledge that it's happening. So, like, like I said, that nothing incenses me more. I mean, that's all awful. Everything you just said. Everything's awful. But like that, that government who just, that only report like, oh, this person died of COVID who had no comorbidities. Oh, they had a stub toe, not death. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, it's just, and it's a bunch of just, I don't know. Look, I mean, the COVID thing rages on. Yeah. You know, I think the actual crisis from the Western world is kind of where we're starting to learn to deal with it. But I think the actual problem is still there. As in, you got... Well, the, what the problem is, is this, without yeah. getting going into it too much. Yeah. 
they have pursued zero COVID for so long. They have a population of whatever it is, one yep. point whatever billion people. One of people, the biggest ever, yep. Who are not zero natural immunity. Zero. So now they have unleashed a COVID tsunami through this one point however many billion people. And whatever they want to say, the government wants to say, and the, the images are starting to come out, it's not India stages of the start of last year. Mm. It's nothing like that. But it is creeping up. And the potential is if this thing could now mutate in amongst this huge fertile population of people who aren't prepared for it, who don't have the immunity, this thing could... Interesting. Mutate again. So to hear this from a health professional, I know you're not an epidemiologist, no, no, but an like, but like, um, so the idea of pursuing COVID zero turns out to be a bad idea because it couldn't, uh, it couldn't it move might have through been the totally fine for a population of three or four hundred thousand, or you know, a, yeah. a few million. No, sorry, maybe four, three, you know, fifty yeah. million, maybe even fine. Mm. But when they've got such a huge population of people in such a small area of the world, the effect is more tr- drastic. Yeah, when then it, then it so will, many of them go down. It will reverberate back through the rest of us as well. So, I honestly think this thing's not over. And it, oh no, it's not over. I hope I'm wrong, but yeah. Well, watch that space, but I 100% agree with you. It, the Chinese government, I will, we will stick our head in the sand and we'll shoot any fucker that disagrees with us. Only going to get you so far. So, yeah, dumb. Absolutely. So, there you are. That's my number five dumb thing. My number five is a lot more um, ridiculous than that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that was a bit serious. <laughs> One of the ter- most terrible things that happened, if we did a top 10 countdown of the two most terrible things 2022, right up there would be Russia invading Ukraine. Absolutely. On February 24th this year, though, actress Annalyn McCord, mm-hmm. who is a very attractive woman, okay. I have to say that. Sure. And has built her brand around this. I can't remember. I think she might have been in the remake of Gossip Girl or, or some shit like that. I don't know. Looking her up now. Let's have a look at it. Well, in fact, let's both do this. I didn't do my. I didn't care really my research <laughs> about what she, what, what she done. I only cared about what she done here. She's been in such notable films as Transporter Two, Day of the Dead, Excision, Santa's Little Helper. I mean, I'm looking at her and I'd hit that. Six. <laughs> 68 Kill, The O.C. That was the big show. Uh, oh, that's where no. I knew her. She was hot girl in The O.C. Then she was in Nip Tuck, 90210. Uh-huh. That's, she was a main role in 90210. That was a big thing in 2008. There you go. There you go. That's a remake. Yep. The remake. She took it upon herself to try to end the war, Wayne. Oh. By posting a poem that she had written entitled Dear Mr. President Vladimir Putin Mm-mm. to Twitter. And in it, she says she's so sorry <laughs> she's not his mother. Because if she was his mother, he would have been so loved that basically he wouldn't have needed to invade the Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have been more along these lines. I'm going to give you a sample line here, which I, there's closed captioning on this video, which you can see on Twitter, but I had to reinterpret the closed captioning, which was wrong. Go on. Oh dear, Mr. President Putin, if only I had been your mother, perhaps the torture of unwritten youth would not within your heart imbue Ascription to such fealty against the world that you thought was so cruel. Wow, that's some poetry right there. Good God. What did you think you were going to achieve, you complete and utter narcissistic moron? So her posting this, yep. on that's that's like that's the move I make to end the war. Yep. <laughs> you want to raise any funds? No? Oh my God. <laughs> Absolute. It's, it is, you have to seek this out. It's, the video is about two minutes long. Oh, and she and it kind of cuts out. It's it's her official account. Like it cuts out like in a moment like they've just got enough's enough and whoever just ended it. 
you know, this is akin to um, this is just such a such a such an influencer thing. Like I've seen, oh my god, I've seen um, like Twitter and Instagram models say, "Oh, they banned me from Instagram because I was too hot." <laughs> oh yeah, fuck off that one. <laughs> Top ten times being banned from somewhere because you're too hot. We when you were wrong, exactly <laughs> such bullshit. Okay, now fair enough. That's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. my number four is basically everything to do with Amber Heard. Now, you know that I'm a uh, fan of hers. Yeah, not. I'm not comfortable with you framing it that way. I think this whole circus around the whole thing was fucked. Yeah, I think, I think. well, here's the thing, all right? So, yeah, it's being woke. Well, that's my job. Yeah, that's your job. Um, <laughs> Try to keep us on the air. Actually, also, I did. I my did, job. Well, if you look at it objectively, well, say objectively, all right? So, first of all, they, she lost the case. She was proven to have Yes, but in the UK, she won the case. In the UK, she won the case? Uh-huh. How is there a... Uh, the, what, so that, that courtroom drama that I saw, where was that? That was the US. Yeah. But she won the previous case in the UK. Against what? Uh, mm. Domestic abuse? Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, No, against him. I can't, it was basically she won money off him because it was in the UK, it was upheld that he was in the wrong. Yeah, but then she lost over this on, on this side. So but I guess what I'm looking at here is that um, long before the Johnny Depp trial and so on, she just seemed to be... Look, I'm not. I don't want to. Defend I know it's a tough one. This I don't think she gave. One. She got a fair hearing in the court of social media of public opinion. Yeah, I certainly not for me. No, no, <laughs> that's my point. That's why I guess, <laughs> here's my issue. I think that she didn't present particularly well in this particular case, and his legal counsel was much better than her legal counsel, and so they tore it to shreds. And social media just ran with that. There's no question in my mind he did some bad things. Really? Yep. Not okay. I don't think they're as bad as what she's saying. No. I think, I think the truth is in between these two statements, yet somehow he's come out smelling of roses and she's a complete shitbag. Well, I don't, I don't know that bad. he came out smelling of roses, but I think they're that... He's one of the role, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, oh, look at Mel Gibson. He's been working. He's, he's done 17 movies this year, Paul. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, all of them shit. <laughs> no, no. Um, boss level is good. Was no, that, that, was, that was 2021 okay, when it came out. Right. Yeah. It's still working, right? The point is... Um, but like for Amber Heard, I think the, the bigger issue was my looking at her... because. This became like a whole thing, uh, obviously, and people were looking at this and that. And I was just looking at, you say she doesn't present well. I looked at her like performance oh, on, the, on the stand and I'm like... Performance? Gotta, yes. <laughs> you have got to be shitting me. It was so unconvincing talking about bees and this kind of shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And remember now, Amber Heard must be like... Because she, she took your friend Elon Musk. She's, she must be amazing in some regard. <laughs> she must make Meghan Markles. I, I'm telling you, there's a school for this, and that's how it goes. But for me... Like, you're and killing I, me, Smalls. And I understand your apprehension here, because I, I was uh, talking to a very woke... Happened to be a Canadian girl that I know, and she said, I can't believe this thing happened, because eventually she lost the case, she had to pay yeah, him money, yeah, shit, all that sort of thing. It's and I was like, much less than what they ordered, but anyway. And I asked her, I was, yeah, much less. But I said to her, what can't you believe? What happened with that case? She goes, haven't you heard about the case? I'm like, yeah, I have. I think it panned out like and she's like oh man i didn't know you were like this and i'm like like what <laughs> i just said this like what were you angry about and so it's become a very woke culture kind of thing uh, so i understand it's a bit finicky putting on this list especially since you now brought up all, <laughs> all of your right gamers shit. but that was my number four <laughs> i can i can 100 rescue you with something you 100 percent agree with please so in august our former prime minister scott morrison yep it was revealed he had secretly sworn himself in to lead five other portfolios mm. during his time as Prime Minister. Now, in our government, ladies and gentlemen of the rest of the world, your Prime Minister is you're the over, overarching boss, if you will, and then you give essential parts of the government to other people to run, and you're just overseeing it. Kind of like a CEO will oversee a whole company, and there are different arms of that company, right? Fair description? Uh, Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
he decided during the pandemic that in, I think it was early 2020, I'll just have myself sworn in to do the health portfolio as well. <laughs> which, to be fair, in case the health minister went down with COVID, which was the fear at the time, that kind of made sense. Yep. But apparently the power went to Scott Morrison's head. And he's like, well, fuck, if I could do health, maybe I could do all the other important arms of the government too. or And some shit ones. <laughs> so he went... To- I'm going to go after finance. So he swore himself in as the Minister of Finance and Home Affairs, which, by the way, is responsible for our security. Mm. ASIO, the Australian Federal Police, the Australian Border Force, all report to the Minister for Home Affairs. Then he went as the Minister for Treasury. And finally, Industry, Science and Resources. None of these ministers, other than the Health Minister, knew that he had done this. How, how did that happen? How does he manage to swear in on that without uh-huh. anyone knowing? Who yep. else is in the fucking... Well, whoever swore him in must know. I don't know who that is. Might the Governor General. Not how did he keep it a secret? Exactly. So he'd given himself their powers. In other words, he had become a fucking dictator of almost the entire country hmm. without our knowledge thereof. And this dickhead now continues to defend himself. So this all happened before 2022. He was ousted in, when was the election? May, hmm. April? Hmm. Thank fucking God. If there's any more evidence that you needed, this guy is a complete and utter fucking tool. What a monumental piece of shit thing to do. I'm going to take this f- elective democracy and I'm going to run with it in the way that I see fit. Like, it makes my blood boil. The- that he thinks we're all so dumb that once it gets found out, he doesn't go, yeah, shit, sorry. No, he, well, look, I agree. that's the end of his career. Yes, that. that's the thing. He can't admit fault because then you're but done. did he really think? That no one was going to find out? Apparently. That's the weird thing. But how did no one find out? Unfucking believable Is there some The Skulls kind of shit going on in, well, like... <laughs> so the Labor government's absolutely doing the right thing, chasing after him and trying to nail him to the wall over this. Like, he should never be allowed to hold a position of office again. Ever. In anything. He should not be allowed to be the fucking CEO of a football club, junior under fucking 12s and below. Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy. Fuck Scott Morrison. And get the fuck out of here. This is one of the dumbest moments of 2022 for me. You know what sucks? His um, Treasury Minister, Michele Cash. I'm fucking related to her by marriage. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's Chance's aunt. Wow. I know. And I'm like, fuck. And they love Trump. I'll tell you about that later. Oh, you've mentioned that often. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So there you are. Okay, nice. Uh, my number three, a lot less political, everyone. And quite a lot easier to defend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Still stand by it. She's a silly wench. So <laughs> DC. We are talking about oh, I, again, yeah, yeah, okay. like we talk. We could talk about the Rock. We could talk about we could talk about anything. But basically, the DC debacle, okay, starts like initially or continues with Ezra Miller being, oh yeah, a complete fuckwit. Oh, I had a lot of dumb moments mixed in. Okay, yeah, okay. Right, so on. it's a Flash thing, and that's not been released yet. And obviously, it's getting pushed through. It, it extends even to the HBO Max kind of imploding by cancelling yeah, Batgirl Batman. and all yeah, this Batgirl. sort of shit. But I think the biggest dumb thing that they've done... Now, on one hand, I love the fact that we've got James Gunn, who's probably the only guy who's done a good DC... No, a recent good DC movie in the spate of your Suicide Black Suicide was fantastic. That was best. My favorite right? film of, of two years ago. Better than the, the, the Snyder ones and so oh, on, yeah. all that sort of stuff, right? Exponentially. So we've got at least a guy who's got a shot at taking it like the right way. But I believe, Paul, it was a tactical mistake... To tell everyone, because Paul, we still have three old school DC movies to release this year, next year. It's interesting. You've got The Flash. But they started making calls. Shazam. Which affect the future, which then gets out into the into the media. So Patty Jenkins, One Woman 3, gone. Why? Because James Gunn and Peter Safran, is that his name? Peter Safran? Yeah. Have said no more. Yeah, but... But you dig a bit deeper and it turns out Patty Jenkins said, here's my script, do that or I'm out. Well, this is the thing though, right? Like... Because you've you've even got James Gunn now actually literally answering people's tweets saying, no, we're not doing this, we are going to do this, we're going to do that. 
This means, though, that now all three movies that get released this year mean nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, what's the deal with this? It's just, one, it's dumb that it got to this, all right? And it's really dumb that you, as a studio, go to Henry Cavill, hey, announce to everyone that you're back. And then, boom, you you rescind immediately. If you want to pick something from the DC beyond Dwayne and John, I would say that moment of... You know, within eight weeks or ten weeks, whatever, they walked that back. Whoa. But it was a nuts thing. And Why I, would I, you get him to state that? Well, I know how it happened. Oh, because right? I wanted to promote Black Adam. Well, I don't think it was even that calculated. I think there was an old guard which said, okay, guys, our board, our people, our thing, our direction has gone this way. And then in the midst of that, probably at the same time, with it, it's like, maybe we'll get James Gunn and those guys to reinvent this, the thing. They then do that. James Gunn is like, I hate to do this, guys, but if you want something new, we're going to have to go new. And that means no Henry Cavill in this case. So I'm sorry, but the thing you just said was going to happen is now no longer happening, and now you've got to tell everyone. Yep. And so I understand how this shit happens, and it's probably one of the hardest things he's had to do because they say, oh, we had this meeting with Henry, and maybe we can use him again and this kind of thing. Which They're not going to do that. Right? I, I have this, I don't know where it comes from, maybe because of his low-budget trauma, yeah. horror roots. I have this real liking for James Gunn. So do I. I think he's kind of one of us made good. Like a nerd I see what you mean. who's just climbed the ranks and has now been given the keys to one of the biggest kingdoms mm. in Hollywood. And I'm fascinated to see what he can do next. And I'm, you know what? I'm okay with this. No, I, I seem to like him as I a guy I feel bad well. for Henry Cavill who seems like a great bloke himself. Mm. Like I've got no issue with him and I, I do feel bad for him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson can fuck right off. <laughs> I'd give a shit about that. Henry Cavill, given that uh, there's conflicting reports, he gave up The Witcher to do this, but maybe he gave up The Witcher because the fucking writers were so disrespectful of the source material and he was a big fan. So there's a lot going on there behind that scene too. Henry, Cav- Henry Cavill's going to land on his feet. He's too good looking. He's already he's already doing Warhammer now. Oh, like, there you go. So, the, he, so he had something in the title. I, I was going to say... But he quit Witcher too, for this. He's too good an actor. I don't know if he's that great an actor, but he's very good looking and he's a very nice bloke. I think I, he's a great actor. And he, if you're talking about a nerd going good, Henry Cavill is the biggest nerd there is. Right, there you go. Uh, he built his own PC online. I can't even do that. <laughs> 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 and all this sort of shit, right? So like, he's definitely... like, Don't get me wrong. This guy was he's chairman of the Lucky Sperm Club. Okay? <laughs> don't even worry about it. Okay? So like, that's not a problem so much. But yeah, I love the fact that James Beck, that James Gunn is doing this. The other bloke, not so much. I don't think he's pedigree. I don't even know that guy. Yeah, so look, anyway, I hear where he's coming from. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, it, it's we need it, the person they're putting in what's to come. They need a Kevin Feige esque character at DC to try to pull it all together, and it clearly hasn't worked at this point in time. Will the Flash movie be the, the whatever it's called Flashpoint? Will that reset everything? And here we go. Just hopefully not with Ezra Miller anymore. Here's what will happen. Oh, this is what I think, right? There's no way I'm not watching the Flash movie because I want to see what well, they pulled out. We do a podcast about movies. No, but well, even if it weren't for that, right? Like th- there was going to be Batman, Michael Keaton in there. He's been screwed this whole time. He was in Batgirl, Batgirl. out. Yeah. He was in this one, possibly out. Yeah. He was in fucking other, yeah, all, you know, all that sort of shit. He was going to be in Batman Beyond, which would have been amazing as a bold, old, old Bruce Wayne, out. So it's like this weird kind of thing, but like. Now that because apparently Henry Cavill shot a cameo for that for for the Flash, so did Gal Gadot, so did yada yada yada, all these other people, and it's just we don't know what's going to go yeah. in there. Well, so it will if, be fascinating in 2023 to see. What if everyone sees it and it goes, "Oh my God, that's going to make money after all." Let's change tack. You know who knows? Who knows? All right. Well, what on third my number three is one's very personal to me, very personal. You're going to laugh, Wayne, but it's to do with the Weather Bureau. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, in case you haven't, you don't know this, right? 
Paul is like a is like a weather groupie. Um, he <laughs> he actually is like, yo, he man, to fuck the weather. He knows fucking the stats of the last two hundred years of weather in our state. <laughs> Slight exaggeration, but yeah, sure. Three hundred years. <laughs> By the way, what number are we up to? Three. I'm doing three. Shit. All right. <laughs> what did you just do? Oh no, we're good. We're good. Get going. Excellent. <laughs> nothing like well, I'll be showing you four hundred and four episodes later. So. We call it the bomb, which is the best fucking nickname ever. The Bureau, Bureau of, of Meteorology, Meteorology, right? It's wonderful. In October, they came out and said, nah, don't call us a bomb anymore. Call us the Weather Bureau or the Bureau. Did they? Yeah. Because in 1955, the Meteorology Act, that's what we referred to. So we want to be, we want to be treated with more respect. What the fuck? Really? So, like, first of all, who gives a fuck, you idiots? You already had a cool nickname Agreed. and now you're <laughs> shitting on it. Then... Even the minister, whoever's responsible for the bomb, mm. was like, the fuck? And the, the revelation was it was going to cost 220000 Australian taxpayer dollars to even rebrand before they hoped the media would, would acquiesce to their request. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so they went, you know what? A few days later, they changed their mind and said, you know what? You could, you could just refer to us any way you want to again. Really? <laughs> Which is excellent because Dartboard's Anonymous are an amazing organization. <laughs> Paul is very incensed, ladies and gentlemen, at how much the Weather Bureau or BOM fuck up. Um, Look, they fuck uh, up constantly. Yeah, given that they've got these sophisticated computer fucking models, like multiples of them running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, why the fuck in your organization are you allowed to put out a forecast, which by definition has to happen before an event? And then after the event, when you realize, fuck, we got that wrong, revise your forecast i.e. ad hoc cast to be different <laughs> imagine working like that in your job well i fucked up that but here's what i actually thought oh, i was spot on well now this is very interesting because <laughs> paul's incensed at that kind of thing is i would love for paul to 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 meet a meteorologist and then to talk about the the, the, the so. uh, you know the, the inconsistencies in their both this show point. Please come and defend yourself on the show about how shit your computer modeling is. That'd be great. I think it's. I think he'd say some. He or she would say, "Well, unfortunately, Paul, we are dealing with an entire universe, and I'm only no, talking not. about the you're, bit around our our. You're not dealing with entire universe. You're dealing with one fucking planet and its, and its ecosystem. Solar storms happen all the time. He'll say. He or she will say to Paul, and we can't see them because we don't have equipment that shows what's going to happen 200 million light yeah. years away. If <laughs> only we all had your fucking. They're literal, by the way. Their literal definition for an incorrect forecast is is being more than five degrees off. I could tell you on the water in my fucking knees what tomorrow's temperature is going to be within 10 fucking degrees one way or the other. Oh, I see. What idiocy. You fucking idiocy. <laughs> anyway. So your number two is the Weather Bureau. Get, no, number three. three. Get fucked, ad hoc Weather Bureau. Don't be so dumb and stop wasting our time and money is my number three. Small insight into Paul's personality, everyone. <laughs> and here's another small insight to mine. This is the last political post I have. It is about... The U.S. court, Supreme Court, overturning the Roe versus Wade. Oh thing. God! Now, th uh, too, I thought it was too touched on you. Too, too. I understand. I understand. I'm but not going to hundred percent agree with you. I'm not going to say to you, look, I, I happen to be pro-choice, but that's just me. Um, well, you have to be. No one has no. to be anything. It's the right thing to be. Yeah, I said I have to be. Like, but there's another people. Oh, yeah, sorry, have to be. Sorry. Yeah, but what gets me about this is that having read about it, and because I don't, we're in Australia here. Obviously, it doesn't affect us because it's not. A, but <laughs> because pro-choice is just a given. 
pretty much, right? And and around that, most of the world as well. And I'm, I know lots of American folks who are on my team on this one here, okay? Most of you out Almost there. Almost every person. Almost everyone, right? But that's why it's surprises me. You have a US Supreme Court. This is why 80-year-olds shouldn't be allowed to make fucking decisions. But I don't even know how it happened, Paul. You've got a a, a Roe versus Wade happened in the 70s, right? And it was understood then that women had the right to abort. And then seemingly all this, you know, years have passed, decades have passed. We're now in a supposed woke culture. And all of a sudden it gets brought up again and then goes through and then they overturn it. And now the federal law doesn't allow is it a lot of like in- a intricate to everyone involved in this decision you cock juggling thunder cunt yeah i don't understand how this happened and what it means to me all it tells me is either there's a shit ton of old cunts in the in the in yes the, right but that's one thing but how did it get all the way through i didn't even see anyone campaigning for this to happen or well maybe in the some of the and states we're outrageous as, as men yeah can you imagine what being a woman in the u.s must be like i i feel in, the, in those and I think there are some states have already repealed it and changed it and revert. And so some areas that you can drive across the border and no problem happens. That's a, yeah. So the states can still yeah. um uh, you know allow it right. But the point is federally yeah. it has to be it has to be undermined for it to happen. That shouldn't be the case. man. Fucking handmade salad. Isn't that the weirdest shit? If Trump gets back in. You can pretty much sign everyone up with their red fucking cape. What do you call it? When you put the thing over your head. Cow, oh yeah, the hood, uh, the hood. Yeah, yeah, the cow. Yeah, absolutely. This and that's why. But the 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 thing that makes me think. It's it's wrong more than it's dumb, but it's dumb that like is there some subterfuge? Is there some kind of like a faction that is underneath like just talking people like it. the Supreme Court? You can't have a twenty five year old making decisions for an entire nation of people. But neither, I think it should reverse around the other way. There should come a point where unless you can pass certain fucking don't call them woke's not the right word. No, this is not woke. This modern is modern thinking sensibilities. Yes, yeah. you shouldn't be allowed to make fucking decisions. Yes, that's right. So modern I civilization. I don't, I don't, I don't know where the, the marker is. Is it 40? Is it 50? Is it 60? Is it 70? Somewhere in that age range, there should be a fucking test that says, yes, I am fit to govern, lead, make decisions. No, I'm not because I have this antiquated fucking 1780s version of events that I believe everything should subscribe to. Oh, God, I think there should be that test for parenthood. But absolutely. Yeah. But, like, you know what? And this is the thing, though. You've got, And that's what makes me interested in the system because you got Joe Biden here saying, I can't believe this happened. I'm like, are you the fucking president? Yeah. Change like, it. Isn't there something that can be done? Like, yeah, uh, do you have no... Yeah, anyway. That's a very, very simplistic view. I understand. I'm that. sure it's far more complex than that. Yeah, I'm not having got you. I'm saying me too. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. But what I'm saying is what's dumb is that it happened after... You know, in the 70s it was passed and now we're rescinding yeah. it like 50, 30, whatever years later. Oh my God, it's weird. Thank, so anyway. Thank God your number two was something so important because my number two was not. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Let's get back to funny. <laughs> my number two, I couldn't put this list together. I, again, I didn't know how to order this list. It could have been on my number 10. I guess it could have been my number one, but number one's very personal to me, like my number three is. Number two for me is, you're about to win the best actor. <laughs> Uh, spoilers, everyone. This is my number one. <laughs> After Roe vs. Wade, the slap is my number one, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what kind of show you're listening to. <laughs> Why would you go anywhere else for entertainment, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> you know what? This is more personal to me because as much as there's a wrong with Roe vs. Wade, I reacted like a motherfucker to this. Okay. Keep, Please, keep going. No, 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 no. I think we both got to talk about it, obviously. It's your number one. My number two. Imagine you're going to win the best. You know, well, maybe you don't know. You're the favorite. Maybe if we really believe the way this works, you don't honestly know. And some of the reactions would tell me that that's true at the Academy Awards over the years. But he's the red hot favorite. He was certainly my pick. I can't remember if we did the the Oscars bet last year, but it would have been your pick too, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. For King Richard. 
excellent performance in an okay film. Wasn't an amazing film, but Never it was, it, but yeah. absolutely worth watching. Will Smith, his moment of glory is coming up. This dude who used to be this rapper who gets this TV show, mm-hmm. comes an action star in the 90s. Big time. He's about to win. 25 years later or 30 years later, he's about to win an Academy Award for Best Actor amongst all these. Like, that's astounding. And then Chris Rock gets up on stage and he starts making gags, as they do, and they're paid to do about the people in the audience. It's a mini roast. 100%. About anyone who's done something or maybe stepped on the line or just, you know, Leo DiCaprio once again dating someone who's half his age and younger. That's funny for Rio. (laughs) So he has a shot at Yada Pinkett Smith's. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jada. Lack her, her lack of hair, which turns out she's got alopecia. So she's. I don't think not, he fucking knew that. Not I don't think he fucking knew my that. My co-host here, when exactly. I'm, and I'm marching towards that day myself. I'm a bald cunt, you know, and I've got a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, and I think you kind of have to, but maybe it's more sensitive women. I get it. And he starts making that gag, and you it see was a tier Will two Smith gag, laughing. Yes, he laughed, and then he glances over at his wife and sees she's unhappy. His wife, meanwhile, who has... She wasn't unhappy. She was rolling her eyes. Yeah. She's not pleased. She's not pleased. She's not impressed. And maybe I'm drawing too long on boat here. I want to be the first to acknowledge this. Yeah. However, his wife, who they have an open relationship, at least she has an open relationship because it's never come out what Will Smith's doing, but I have to assume he's doing the same, is banging around with some younger dude. Not just any younger dude, Paul. Her son's friend. Right. Who's a rapper or whatever yep. the fuck he is. Okay. Not okay, but okay. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I guess my point is, it's okay if it's all agreed upon, it's all above board and whatever else. But I just feel like it all spilled over in that moment and he took it out on the equivalent of the family dog. I, he walked across the stage and just hit, loses his mo- mind in a moment before hundreds of millions of people around the world and slaps Chris Rock. Who had his hands behind his back. What we all assume was a put-on performance, except it wasn't. Dude, dude, let me tell you where I was when this happened. Okay? Please. I was working from home in this very room, Paul, where we were sitting. I was like, you know, whatever, just that, whatever. And then something, some pop, I don't know, an email pinged or something where it said, Chris Rock, sla- sorry, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. I went, what? That sounds like a joke, right? So, I, whatever, click on the article, I see the vision. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? At no time did I think it was put on because I was sitting there going... I didn't see it live, so... I didn't see it live, so it was like, but like, I was sitting there going, no, this isn't live because what would be the reason? Is Will Smith all of a sudden going to destroy his career to sell, help, help sell Chris Rock right. tickets? No way. This is not something that yeah, happened. And the like way, my, and so you're coming out from my Spitgate version of it. Yeah, the silence that imps, yeah. afterwards was like, no, this is real. But what you say about this being an issue Will Smith is dealing with because his wife is banging his <sighs> friend's son. Again, I'm drawing a long bow. No, if you look at the Red Table thing, there's, a, there's this uh, interview between Will Smith and... Yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> Uh, where they actually talk about it and it gets really tense because it's all about like you know you gotta you gotta get away from me and this kind of thing and so it, it becomes a weird thing and clearly it's something I mean you're the shrink but he's holding inside and now what happens is in order to assert his manhood his whatever this that being a husband this thing happens in front of the world he gets his back up so much he walks up on stage Chris Rock thinks it's a gag yep. nope here he comes oh, here oh, he comes oh, oh. and then he does the the bitch move which is I pretend I'm not doing anything and I do a quick slap so I actually. It's not like I have my hand out and you can you can counter it or something. He goes bang, 
And then like, what the fuck? Turns around and fucking he actually grabs his belt as he's walking away like, fuck you, right? And Chris Walker's like, what the fuck just happened? Well, to be fair to Chris Rock, I think he handled it as well as you humanly could. As well as you, because he just went on with the show, he right? Went, okay, well, that's something. He said, I just, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, yeah. right? And then he apparently, when he got off stage, the producer said, did he hit you? And he's like, yeah, man, I just took a fucking hit from Muhammad Ali. He's still gagging about yeah. it, right? <laughs> he's saying shit like that, right? But the, probably, Paul, the dumbest thing next to this is him fucking going on and winning the award. Right. Yes. I that's got to be it, right? disagree that they don't, like, that's basically, I'm sorry, it's assault. Five O came up to Chris Rock and said, Do you want to hey, press charge? Do you want to press charge? We'll take him out of you right now. He said, No. Yeah, I understand credit, why he said he didn't want to deal with credit it. Credit to Chris Rock. Credit. He didn't want to deal with it, right? No, I don't want to. I'm not going to be the guy who goes down in history for denying a bloke best actor award on an assault charge. And, and I think it was more that he just didn't want to have to deal with it. Like, because then it becomes a whole thing. You press charges. Then Look, you I may not give him too much credit, but that's. It's big enough already. He's still in shock, man. It would have been even bigger still had he done that. Dude. And then they apparently ask Will Smith to leave. He just says no. And they go, okay. Unbelievable. If that had been anyone but Will Smith, he's out on his ass. He doesn't return to his seat. You know well, what I'm saying? If he was, even if he wasn't the winner. And they knew it was going to... Someone knows. Someone knows what's written on that fucking card. Well, then... Well, yeah, exactly. And then I watch up on the screen and then he goes up and he's crying and shit. Will Smith is like, okay, I'm fucked up. I this, I that, I that, whatever. Gives a speech. Then he gets a standing ovation. Now, unlikely... Again, dumb. I know what happened with the standing ovation. When you're in a formal event like that and it's such a huge televised event, you got all these people and it's alcohol. like alcohol. <laughs> Something happens, one person stands up, everyone says it's just a protocol, so they all do that. But unfortunately by doing so they all look like fucking sycophants. Yeah. But <laughs> look, he's just he's just released Emancipation. I haven't watched it. You won't watch it, it's Antoine Fuqua. Fuck that. Maybe we could do it for next week's review. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Is, have you seen it? No. Hmm. Huh. Maybe. Hmm. All right, we'll come back to that. Yeah, look. That's the first thing that cancelled pretty much every other project he was involved with up until that point. I have to assume Emancipation was shot by that point in time because mm. here it is out less than 10 months later. Yeah. Now, I did a little checking on this, Paul, as to what's happening these days with Will Smith because mm. it's been a little time now. And uh, Neil Brennan, who wrote, co-wrote the Chappelle show, is actually a friend of Chris Rock's and his. Right? Okay. And someone in an interview recently said to him, what's going on? And he said, I can't tell you. He just said, I'm not comfortable and or at liberty to talk about it, which is understandable. But clearly there's been no back and forth about this, right? And so Chris Rock at this stage has not formally said anything about it. I don't think he needs to. I think that's his next special where he just has a piece on it. Like, no, he has. It's a few times he's made reference to it. He's made reference to it as a gag, but he hasn't said, here's what happens yeah, about yeah. this. You know, so I'm really still intrigued. I think it's cooled off by now, but like, I still want to hear what happened. All right. There it is. Number two for me. Number one for Wayne. Slapgate. At the Academy Awards, Wayne, just run us through your 10 through 1 just to give the reminder to the good folk at home for sure. the dumbest moments of 2022 for you. 10, The Spit. 9, Jennifer Lawrence. 8, Balenciaga's campaign. 7, Race in AD&D. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the dumbest to talk about. But all right. 6 was the Trump thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5 was China's Ponzi fucked up economy thing. Uh, four, Amber Heard's a gold digger. Um, <laughs> three, the DC comic debacle. <laughs> Two, the overturn of Roe vs. Wade. And my one was, of course, Chris Rock's lap. <laughs> well, my final recap of the show ever. <laughs> Ten, The Rock in his defense of Black Adam. Nine, Trump re-nominating. Eight, Spitgate. Seven, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Six, Meghan Markle saying, she's the most important South Africa is Nelson Mandela. Number five, Adeline McCord's poem to Vladimir Putin trying to end the war in the Ukraine. Number four, our former Prime Minister basically taking over the entire country. Number three, the bomb trying to change its name. The bomb. 
<laughs> number two, Slapgate. My number one is very personal. and I, This wouldn't be anyone else's moment on list, but God, Essendon had a shit year in 2022. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking AFL. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, this is AFL related. I'm sorry. I my Amber one. <laughs> Well, there's no, but there's no contention about mine, Wayne. You need to hear this. All right, let's. I did a Patreon special. I remember. Shout out to patrons. You life of the show. Thank you so much. About the saga around the coach, and that's bad enough. So Essendon has a. For anyone who doesn't know, this is an, a, a local Australian, Australian football, football league team. Yep. It's a local. It's 25 million people in Australia, and this is our, <laughs> this is our biggest sport in the country. Local to Paul. Go on. <laughs> I support a team on the other side of the country. The Essendon Bombers. They've had a terrible run. They haven't won a final in what will be 19 years. Not. The final, any final, the way we have our system is there's a bunch of finals lead to the grand final. Anyway, we fucking suck. We fire our coach. We chase the most champion free coach, available mm. coach in, in the league in the last 30, 40 years. We miss him because he's always, he laughs at us basically says he came at me too late. We appoint some other bloke who's got some credentials. Great. And then we appoint a new CEO because the CEO stepped down. Several members of the board stepped down. No, CEO, he's the CEO, was the CEO of Collingwood. Oh, Collingwood. He doesn't, Collingwood currently have a, a role in that regard. We appoint a bloke named Andrew Thorburn, who used to be the CEO of the National Australia Bank at the time of the Hain Royal Commission. The Hain Royal Commission basically failed. I fucking know him. <laughs> I fucking know him. He used to work for NAB. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't okay, go on. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Yeah, go on. <laughs> And he was in charge of the bank at the time that the Royal Commission found that they were acting at best inappropriately, charging money to dead people, charging extra fees to other people with the hope they wouldn't notice. And his response to that was basically saying, oh, look, we didn't act honorably. That's all he got. So he got castigated by this official Royal Commission. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, they still appoint him. Worse still, Andrew Thorburn was put in charge of Essendon's external review as to why we suck so fucking hard the last five years, but particularly in 2022. And? He's leading the review. And he's interviewing potential CEOs. And he goes, oh, maybe I'll do it. And they give him the job, Wayne. Ah, okay. Conflict of interest. They give him the job after he's interviewed other people who might be the CEO. And the new president, David Barnum, goes, oh, yeah, yeah, he was the best man off the job. Fucking what? He lasts in the job, Wayne. 24 hours. <laughs> Before the furor? Well, the furor, not about that, kicks off. The furor kicks off because he's also the CEO of a church called Hillsong. Oh, fuck. And the church called Hillsong equates abortion to concentration camps in Nazi Germany <laughs> and is against any and all homosexual relationships. How did this happen? This is a football club. A fucking, one of the biggest, I want to add, in Australia. It has 100,000 members, just under 90,000, whatever it is. And yet they did not do their due diligence to even look at the background of the bloke that they had appointed to do an external review and then appointed him even though he was had the insular knowledge and was this fucking flaming fucking homophobe mm. with ridiculous right-wing religious views. <laughs> One, I should clarify, I don't know him, I've met him. <laughs> Right. Two, you can't say flaming homophobe. <laughs> well, I can. I know, I know, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, my, wow. My, my point is unbelievable because the football club needs to be all inclusive and it should be. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if you're straight, gay, non binary, who no one cares except the new CEO? Is this a, a function of more old cunts being at the guard at a place I like just, this? Well, David Barnes, an old cunt. 
Because, like, this is, like, if anyone doesn't know, uh, as a guy who's worked in companies that were run purely by ex-footballers, in this, in this country, if you were once in the AFL, your ticket's written for the rest of your life unless you really fuck up, okay? Wow. You get a lot of opportunities brought to you, all those sorts of things. And it is a little bit of an old boys club, I will tell you. Yeah, all right? makes perfect sense. So, um, I'm that's, not saying it's good. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm saying it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's kind of how this shit works. But um, is there an, who's the new CEO? Right, so... This gets better, Wayne. I'm oh, not God. quite finished with the dumbest moment of 2022 <laughs> just yet for me. Good on. And I know it's personal, but can you believe what you've heard already? <laughs> There's a, man who There's a fucking furor across Australia because now people are saying he got fired because of his religious views. That's not allowed. That's religious fucking vindic- uh, persecution. Oh, my God. Well, wait, 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 wait. Astra- <laughs> then, okay, Essendon, just this week, formally apologised to this guy and agreed to pay... What is it? An undisclosed amount to an ethics institute to prepare a paper on how sporting organisations can build inclusive communities recognising freedoms, including those related to race, religion, and sexuality. This is the dumbest fucking shit I have ever heard in the history of my life. This is so weird because it's almost like he gets appointed because they're not woke enough, but now the woke cultureness has chosen... No, he, got as- a, he got appointed because they had the inside fucking track. Yeah. And then he got fired because they realised after the fact, hang on, you're a right-wing fucking nutter. And he, they gave him the chance. They said to him, leave the church, not leave the church, but step down from CEO of the church. You can be a fucking Hillsong member. No one gives a fuck. But you can't lead it. And he went, no, nah, I'm going to do that over your job. And now they're apologizing to him? Why? Fuck. Because I didn't want to go through another messy court fucking case. Having, this is a, uh, let's see, I won't go through the rest <laughs> of it. I've already done all that shit with Asada and Wada fucking 10 years ago. Good God. That's so weird. It's like it's like no, you're like fucked it. either way. Like you're, oh my god, you're either too fucking you it know, is. lenient or you. You could give the club to me, you, and three of our friends. We would run it better than these fucking idiots have done. Yeah, wow. I uh, and you, as someone who doesn't give a fuck about football, would be perfect because you could actually oversee it in a way of I don't give a shit if you played football before. You're not coming into this club. Yeah, the best king is the reluctant king, the one who doesn't want to be king. Anyway, <laughs> that's why it's my number one. I know it's. So weird that's your number one, but I get it. I get it. Very personal to Paul. If you know Paul through the years, you'll understand his love, hatred, whatever of AFL. I love and how I love AFL. I hate how poorly my team has done. Are we going to ditch Paul? Are we going to ditch finally with Essendon? Are you going to jump no, ship? I, I can't. He's that kind of fan, people. He's that kind of I'm fan. In, I'm in for life. He is. Um, so. but, the, but you know what? If this fucking season happens again, 2023, well, let's revisit that that question this, at this point next year <laughs> then I will fucking decide that is our list we want any honorable mentions uh, things like the FTX crash I things. had Kanye in my honorable mention yeah anything Kanye ever said basically yep. um, yeah that's you know uh, the FIFA obviously you know the <laughs> <laughs> actually that's a really good choice the FIFA one like that that was the most corrupt fucking awarding I've seen in years but these things happen yeah they do alright look without any further ado then, let's get into what you had to say about this topic and a segment that we call the pop 10 Talk about Talk about Pop 10 Kicking off this week's Pop 10 with Rob Alters and Henry Cavill announcing he's Superman again and a month and a half later no longer being Superman so mm. there you go Wayne right on your right there Josh Raglan said Kanye West anytime he opened his mouth in 2022 can't argue with that one Antoine said the moment a journalist in New Zealand asks Jacinta Arden and the Prime Minister I think of Finland who's another young woman youngish woman Mm. <laughs> oh god have you seen the premise yes. of Finland yeah she's attractive fucking tight yeah. anyway sorry <laughs> basically said 
So, are you two meeting because you're young, hot women? I saw that. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What an idiot. And it, the way he said it as well was like, um, well, I'm just wanting to know um, whether or not um, you are... Um, uh, like, he was so nervous because his question was fucking bullshit. Good God. Horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Joey DeCarlo said, everything involving The Rock versus DC slash WB involving Black Adam, physically painful, and after all that, the movie is still shit. <laughs> Timothy Williams said, Corey Feldman dressing up as MJ, Michael Jackson, and doing this Cry Little Sister World Tour. Also, super reason about that dickhead Salt Bay making a full wank of himself in the World Cup. Uh, okay. Jamie Davies said, I'll give you the dumbest from the UK. Boris Johnson, who was the Prime Minister at the time. Observed take on being told the story of a 77-year-old woman who rides the buses all day because she can't afford the rising heat costs on her pension. When he actually tried to take credit and spin it as a good thing, the 24-hour freedom bus pass was something that I actually introduced. Yeah. <laughs> You know that they had three prime ministers in three months? That's a, uh, absolutely Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it is. Robin Glader said you could fill a whole long list of these with just Elon Musk news stories from the past two months. Agreed. Lol. Agreed. Mina Harker, aka Dan, said this topic is extremely triggering, so I'm going to stay away from you, you political hope. Probably a good move, mate. Managed to get through this episode. Dan. <laughs> Number three, Binge Movie Season 6.1, where voters argued that Casablanca was just a mediocre romance movie. Number two, season, Binge Movie Season 6.2, where voters argue that Casablanca was just a mediocre romance movie. And number one, Binge Movie Season 6.3, where voters argue that Casablanca was just a mediocre I see where he's going romance with movie. Look, I don't think I was newsworthy. I don't think it made the... But it's okay. We didn't get that much feedback this week. So you can make the list. We really don't know how this episode is going to go. Adrian Fillion Save said, The whole don't worry, darling, kerfuffle. Martinez making a dinky of himself during Artina's, Argentina sorry, FIFA win. And Liz Truss's time as Prime Minister being outlived by a piece of romaine lettuce. Yes, they've actually, <laughs> I've seen that. It's like, who, who lasts longer, lettuce or this? Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, Brad, Brad, Brad from the Cinema Guys part of the p- podcast. Brad Hargis said, uh, Paul Brazil's review of the movie Crabs <laughs> was that? a bigger slap than the, that one we all know. It's a, it's the biggest newsworthy, sorry, newsworthy thing this year. What happened? Crabs? Shout on a piece of shit film called Crabs. Crabs. Crabs with an exclamation point. So it's Crabs. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. you love that. Which was so bad. Imagine a horror film, a, pseudo, a, a comedy horror film where the crabs are like eight-legged freaks style. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a horror film, so shit. I imagine it's shit. <laughs> but that does sound shit. Chris Yeni said, Adam Levine sliding into DMs. Ah, uh, Maroon 5. <laughs> ben Burnham said, another year, like in all history's history, filled with utter dumb fuckery. To wit, number three, perhaps not quite hitting the brief, but Wayne's definition of pop music. <laughs> And you still want to throw that in there. Number two, NFTs in general and old Captain Orange peel Trump's NFT grift in particular and the fact that countless numpties bought them. That's it. Yep. What you just said. Yep. And number one, anything coming out of Kanye's mouth, notably the interview with that steaming pile, Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. Last two to wrap it up then today. Kia Crow said the Don't Not Worry Darling drama, particularly the Spitgate debate. Hell yeah. Number two, the absolute shit show that was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Number one, Kim Kardashian wearing Marilyn Monroe's Happy Birthday Mr. President dress to the Met Gala. Has the audacity to compare herself to the icon that was Marilyn and then damages the dress in the process. I was going to say, how did she fit into it? So, Fucking hell. so dumb. That sh- I've seen some episodes of Keeping with the Kardashians. I, I never have, but I know that I hate oh everything about it. God, I don't. Th- she must have some shit to make her ass that big and everything else that small, it, uh, except her tits. Makes zero sense to me. Have you seen the unedited photos? Because it turned out that she actually has her own paparazzi. Yeah, no shit. Shoots it and whatever. That, but her unretouched photos, it's like this... I don't even know what's going on here. Mm. It's a big, fat, 12-sandwich-eating ass mm-hmm. on skinny legs. It's weird. Yeah, it is very strange. I, that's why I said there has to be something. Yeah, Definitely. Sam Hurley, I don't think he's met the brief either. 
When it was announced that by you guys that Reap was going to release <laughs> after live stream for the cure if Nicholas Haskins reached his goal, but then crickets. <laughs> Some of us remember or a version thereof. Hashtag release the Brazula cut. Trust <laughs> me, people, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah, you think we are hiding. We're saving ourselves. We're saving you. Yeah. <laughs> that is it for this week's show. It's been a big one. The top 10 dumbest moments of 2022. Let us know what you thought of this kind of episode of the show. Do you want to hear more of it? Do you want to hear less of it? You can do so via email at the Countdown Podcast, gmail.com, on Twitter at the Countdown PC. You can like and follow the show through Podbean, where we host Wayne. Where else can people hit us up? You can hit us up uh, by emailing us at the Countdown Podcast at gmail.com. You can say that one. <laughs> or searching for all our socials. Or the website. Yeah, okay. The Countdown Podcast.com is our website, which we will have to be changing soon. (laughs) We do need to fix that and get it running in proper course. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Wayne, what's happening next week for episode 405? Why don't you tell me, Paul? I I will tell you why. (laughs) We're doing the best and worst of television Ah, in 2022 as Wayne. Clicks on some ridiculous ridiculous video about a knife. It's hard to believe we've done 404 of these episodes. It really is. You know what's even harder? The amount of editing you have to do around Wayne's dick baggery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see how I glue myself. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and fix that one. That's it from us today. We hope you join us next week for one of the... Yeah, we're going back to the old format next three weeks as we finish off 2022's Collective Reflections. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Fuck you, fuckball. Everyone mentioned today. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> see ya. See ya.